This is Morning Joel with Sister Ignatia from the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. Morning Joel is a production of Spoke Street Media. Wake up! Hello, everybody. I am here today with a very good friend of mine, Sister Carol. You want to say hi? Well, yes, I'm (laughs) delighted to hear from you. (laughs) But Sister Carol, I have to confess, usually when I talk about you, which I did the other day, I gave a little, I went to a school visit at Bishop Lures, and I did, I did mention you, and I usually introduce you as my favorite person ever. So there's a pretty (laughs) high, a high bar there. Wow. I know. But so maybe after today, we're just going to get to know Sister Carol in all the ways, you know. She has been a religious sister for many years, done many things with her life. And well, you can imagine that I am retired, but I'm very busy. She is very busy. Hard to nail down. Several people here have caught on to my teaching ability. Mm Mm-hmm. Were you always good at math and science? Yeah, I always liked it, but I didn't do too much of it, Mm -hmm. you know. It seems like at the university, I just took a voluntary course. I took one in chemistry, and immediately I loved that course. So I began, and I won a math award. Wow. So I said, okay, this is where I'm going. Then the the Lord called me, and I said— does uh, that. So after one year of college— I worked another year to pay off some debt, mm-hmm. and then I came to the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration, and I had friends here already, oh. some college classmates. That's so, right. You know, then the novitiate. After that, I finished studying. I, I got a master's degree in chemistry from Notre Dame, and then I went on to get a doctorate from Carnegie Mellon University mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh, and that was quite an experience. Mm-hmm. Immediately after that, though, I began teaching mm-hmm. at the university because the sister that was teaching there before was ill, and I had some qualifications to do that. So <sighs> I should hope so. I went ahead and then f- finished my doctorate. Then immediately after that, I went off to Honduras. Yeah, some people might not know that the sisters had a mission in Honduras. What year did it start? Well, it was in 1978. And you taught while you were there? I taught. Or? I taught science. Of course. I wanted to teach math because it's simpler in another <laughs> language, but all those words. But it's kind of amazing. In another language, in Spanish, the words are, you know, pretty much the same. Mm. You know, like sodium chloride. Yeah. Clorato de sodio. Oh, hey. Almost. Yeah. So you didn't make any huge mistakes. So the technical terms were kind of, well, I made a lot of mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) How many years were you in Honduras? Three years. Three Three years. We had a scout and that got us around. Oh, a vehicle. Yeah. Called a scout. Oh. Like a Jeep. Okay. But not that. (laughs) A little more primitive. (laughs) Recently, I was... I was telling you that when we describe St. Joseph, this year of St. Joseph, he's always been my favorite because I like to fix things and Ah. I have a workshop (laughs) and I like wood and all that. Can't do that too much anymore. But they called him creatively courageous. Yeah. And I 
thought about that. And I mm. thought that's when have I, have I been creatively courageous? Well, maybe as a yeah. missionary. Yeah. But on the other hand, I, I never had much courage to cross a river, to drive through a river. Well, you know, it, one could call that prudence, though, don't you think? <laughs> what? <laughs> prudence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you had to sometimes cross a river. Oh. You know, you aim it upstream and go where that's shallow if you can. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Those kind of things. Or driving along a little narrow road on the mountain edge, you know, Ooh. all of those things. Wow. I'm remembering just sitting here. Mm-hmm. When the plane landed from New Orleans, we saw our sisters. We have a mm-hmm. mission, in, not in New Orleans, but uh, south of that. Mm-hmm. And they met us, and they brought chicken sandwiches or something. <laughs> and then we landed in Belize. Belize, okay. And which I speak English, you know. Belize is British. Oh, Belize, yeah, yeah. Honduras. If we'd have taken a mission there, it would have been much easier. But we went on to Honduras. Mm-hmm. On that first day, we drove around in a Jeep, mm. and there were rainbows everywhere from the trees and the moisture oh, air. Yeah. So my first day was looking at the rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would you say one of the main things you learned when you were a missionary about well, yourself? You know, it wasn't too bad for me because I came from a little country town, not much. And I, what I learned is just how the... The people are. Mm. You'd walk in the village and the children would come running and uh, they love to play soccer. One little fellow told me not to go in the mountains because there are lions and bears out there. Wow. And I didn't know what he's talking about, but I figured it out. He had an imagination. Oh, my. I, I just the spontaneity mm. and how people lived and were happy without a lot of things. Yeah. So that was an experience. So then in most of your life, you spent as a yeah, scientist. I was, yeah, I became home because I was ill. Mm. Thought I had TB. Oh, wow. But didn't, I don't okay. think. You know? <laughs> anyway, it took me a while to recover from yeah. that. But I love my life as a sister. I do it mm. all over again. Mm. I've just done so many things that I have had challenges. And I went on a pilgrimage in 2000 to the Holy Land. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I'm an old chemist. Why would I go to the Holy Land? I'm not a biblical scholar or anything <laughs> like that, but I learned a lot. It, mm. it changed my life, mm. listening to the gospel and saying, oh, yeah. I was there. You yeah. know, it was wonderful, really. Mm. I think one one thing I admire about you and just like you sharing your stories and talking and you're just always so enthusiastic about all sorts of different things. And you want people to be a part of it and invite people up to your telescope to look at what's going on in the sky. And how would you say that you have seen, you know, God at work or God's beauty in like what you've been able to study and learn in the sciences? It's good that you mentioned the sky. Yeah? (laughs) Because uh, actually I was fortunate enough when I came here that my friends and the group of people as a farewell from the University mm-hmm. of St. Francis, gave me a go-to telescope. Do you know what a go-to telescope is? Uh, no. If you get it lined up right, you just enter a little data. I'd like to see Andromeda Galaxy. And it goes there automatically. And you could put a, a phone on top of it and take a picture of it. 
Wow. And also I have a, it's like a little dome on top of a Our Lady of Angels convent. Mm -hmm. A retirement home is is where I live. Mm -hmm. But up on the roof, you can go up to the roof porch and the view is south. Mm -hmm. Is Um, that best for sky viewing? Well, south is very important because you see the procession of the zodiac signs. You see the ecliptic. And I'm getting pretty technical. No, here. this is good. <laughs> but, <laughs> See, I learned something. Every but time I, we talk. you know, go up and I, and I look on the internet and find out when the satellite's passing over. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I have worked with the novices a little bit mm-hmm. to at least let them see something. I always want to see a meteorite, you know, a yeah. shooting star. Well, yeah. But you can't plan that. <laughs> So it's just happens. Mm -hmm. And every time I've had a little class with them, they've seen one, but I missed look in the wrong direction or something. I've seen them before, though. You're awakening them to this new world. When you go out the door, always look up. Okay. That's what I say. And and do that with your spirit, too. Mm -hmm. Lift your spirit. Don't be looking down. Well, don't stumble, but don't look down. (laughs) Focus on up. Yeah, maybe we can sign off with that. So Sister Carol and I, we got to live and serve together for um, about three and a half years. Yes. And every day after breakfast, that's we right. part ways and you would say. Well, as I would go, I'd say, well, have a nice. Finally, one day she says to me, what? What nice? <laughs> have a nice what? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Everything. But I did learn that Sister Ignatia loves the, she loves a certain kind of coffee. Oh, yes. What are those things that you make special? I usually, well, I would make a pour-over coffee, or I I think I made espresso sometimes. Espresso? Yeah. Mm. You'd have it sometimes, didn't you? Oh, once in a while. Yeah. But I haven't haven't had it lately. Oh, okay. You know, espresso. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have a little coffee break sometime. Oh, that would be very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy. (laughs) Well, Sister Carol, Hmm? thanks for talking. Oh, I'm finished talking. (laughs) No, maybe I can, you know, sometime again. And I want to shout out a hello to all of my friends out there, all of my former students. Tell them I remember them in whatever way. Mm. I appreciate my opportunity to chat with you today. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. And we'll do it again. Yeah, we'll do it again soon. I hope you like Religious Life as much as I do. If you have any questions, comments, or prayer requests, contact us at our website, ssfpa.org. He leads, I follow. This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit spokestreet.com.